Section 30 of the French Revolution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeremiah Sutherland, Victoria, British Columbia. The French Revolution by Thomas Carlyle. Volume 1, Book 5, Chapter 4, To Arms. So hangs it, dubious, fateful, in the sultry days of July. It is the passionate printed advice of Monsieur Marat to abstain, of all things, from violence. Nevertheless, the hungry poor are already burning town barriers, where tribute on eatables is levied, getting clamorous for food. The 12th July morning is Sunday. The streets are all placarded with an enormous-sized de par le roi, inviting peaceable citizens to remain within doors, to feel no alarm, to gather in no crowd. Why so? What mean these placards of enormous size? Above all, what means this clatter of military, dragoons, hussars, rattling in from all points of the compass towards the Place Louis XV, with a staid gravity of face, though saluted with mere nicknames, hootings, and even missiles? Bessaval is with them. Swiss guards of his are already in the Champs-Élysées with four pieces of artillery. Have the destroyers descended on us, then? From the bridge of Sèvres to utmost Vincennes, from Saint-Denis to the Champ de Mars, we are begirt alarm of the vague unknown is in every heart the palais royal has become a place of awestruck interjections silent shakings of the head one can fancy with what dolorous sound the noontide cannon which the sun fires at the crossing of his meridian went off there bodeful like an inarticulate voice of doom are these troops verily come out against brigands where are the brigands what mystery is in the wind Hark, a human voice reporting articulately the job's news. Necker, people's minister, saviour of France, is dismissed. Impossible, incredible, treasonous to the public peace. Such a voice ought to be choked in the waterworks, had not the newsbringer quickly fled. Nevertheless, friends, make of it what you will, the news is true. Necker is gone. Necker hies northward incessantly, in obedient secrecy, since yesternight. We have a new ministry broly the war-god aristocrat de breteuil foulon who said the people might eat grass rumour therefore shall arise in the palais royal and in broad france paleness sits on every face confused tremor and fremescence waxing into thunder-peals of fury stirred on by fear but see camille desmoulins from the cafe de foy rushing out sibylline in face his hair streaming in each hand a pistol he springs to a table the police satellites are eyeing him alive they shall not take him not they alive him alive this time he speaks without stammering friends shall we die like hunted hares like sheep hounded into their pinfold bleating for mercy where is no mercy but only a wetted knife the hour is come the supreme hour of frenchman and man when oppressors are to try conclusions with oppressed and the word is swift death or deliverance for ever let such hour be well come us meseems one cry only befits to arms let universal paris universal france as with the throat of the whirlwind sound only to arms to arms yell responsive the innumerable voices like one great voice as of a demon yelling from the air for all faces wax fire-eyed all hearts burn up into madness in such or fitter words does camille evoke the elemental powers in this great moment friends continues camille some rallying sign cockades green ones the color of hope as with the flight of locusts these green tree leaves 
green ribbons from the neighboring shops all green things are snatched and made cockades of camille descends from his table stifled with embraces wetted with tears has a bit of green ribbon handed him sticks it in his hat and now to courteous image shop there to the boulevards to the four winds and rest not till france be on fire france so long shaken and wind parched is probably at the right inflammable point as for poor courteous who one grieves to think might be imperfectly paid he cannot make two words about his images the wax bust of necker the wax bust of d'orleans helpers of france these covered with crape as in funeral procession or after the manner of suppliants appealing to heaven to earth and tartarus itself a mixed multitude bears off for a sign as indeed man with his singular imaginative faculties can do nothing or nothing without signs thus turks look to their prophet's banner also osier mannequins have been burnt and necker's portrait has erewhile figured aloft on its perch in this manner march they a mixed continually increasing multitude armed with axes staves and miscellanea grim many sounding through the streets be all theatres shut let all dancing on planked floor or on the natural greensward cease instead of a christian sabbath and feast of ganguette tabernacles it shall be a sorcerer's sabbath and paris gone rabid dance with the fiend for piper however bessonval with horse and foot is in the place louis quinze mortals promenading homewards in the fall of the day saunter by from chaillot or passy from flirtation and a little thin wine with sadder step than usual will the bus procession pass that way behold it behold also prince lambesque dash forth on it with his royal en main shots fall and sabre strokes busts are hewn asunder and alas also heads of men a sabre procession has nothing for it but to explode along what streets alleys tuileries avenues it finds and disappear one unarmed man lies hewed down a garde francaise by his uniform bear him or bear even the report of him dead and gory to his barracks where he has comrades still alive but why not now victorious lambesque charge through that tuileries garden itself where the fugitives are vanishing not show the sunday promenaders too how steel glitters besprent with blood that it be told of and men's ears tingle tingle alas they did but the wrong way victorious lambesque in this his second or tuileries charge succeeds but in overturning call it not slashing for he struck with the flat of his sword one man a poor old schoolmaster most pacifically tottering there and is driven out by a barricade of chairs by flights of bottles and glasses by execrations in bass voice and treble most delicate is the mob queller's vocation wherein too much may be as bad as not enough for each of these bass voices and more each treble voice borne to all points of the city rings now nothing but distracted indignation will ring all another the cry to arms roars tenfold steeples with their metal storm voice boom shut as the sun sinks armorers shops are broken open plundered the streets are a living foam sea chafed by all the winds such issue came of lambesque's charge on the tuileries garden no striking of salutary terror into chaillot promenaders a striking into broad wakefulness of frenzy and the three furies which otherwise were not asleep for they lie always those subterranean eumenides fabulous and yet so true in the dullest existence of man and can dance brandishing their dusky torches shaking their serpent hair lambesque with royal allemand 
may ride to his barracks with curses for his marching music then ride back again like one troubled mind vengeful garde francaise sacreing with knit brows start out on him from their barracks in the chaussee d'antan pour a volley into him killing and wounding which he must not answer but ride on counsel dwells not under the plumed hat if the humanities awaken and broly has given no orders what can a besenval do when the garde francaise with palais royal volunteers roll down greedy of more vengeance to the place louis quinze itself they find neither Bessonval, Lombesque, Royal Allemand, or any soldier now there. Gone is military order. On the far eastern boulevard of Saint-Antoine, the chasseurs Normandie arrive, dusty, thirsty after a hard day's ride, but can find no billet-master, see no course in this city of confusions, cannot get to Bessonval, cannot so much as discover where he is. Normandie must even bivouac there in its dust and thirst, until some patriot will treat it to a cup of liquor with advices raging multitudes surround the hotel de ville crying arms orders the six-and-twenty town councillors with their long gowns have ducked under into the raging chaos shall never emerge more besenval is painfully wriggling himself out to the champ de mar he must sit there in the cruelest uncertainty courier after courier may dash off for versailles but will bring back no answer can hardly bring himself back for the roads are all blocked with batteries and pickets with floods of carriages arrested for examination such was broly's one sole order the oeil de boeuf hearing in the distance such mad din which sounded almost like invasion will before all things keep its own head whole a new ministry with as it were but one foot in the stirrup cannot take leaps mad paris is abandoned altogether to itself what a paris when the darkness fell a european metropolitan city hurled suddenly forth from its old combinations and arrangements to crash tumultuously together seeking new use and wont will now no longer direct any man each man with what of originality he has must begin thinking or following those that think seven hundred thousand individuals on the sudden find all their old paths old ways of acting and deciding vanish from under their feet and so there go they with clangor and terror they know not as yet whether running swimming or flying headlong into the new era with clangor and terror from above broly the war-god impends preternatural with his red-hot cannon-balls and from below a preternatural brigand world menaces with dirk and firebrand madness rules the hour happily in place of the submerged twenty-six the electoral club is gathering has declared itself a provisional municipality on the morrow it will get provost flesel with an echevin or two to give help in many things for the present it decrees one most essential thing that forthwith a parisian militia shall be enrolled depart ye heads of districts to labor in this great work while we here in permanent committee sit alert let fencible men each party in its own range of streets keep watch and ward all night let paris court a little fever sleep confused by such fever dreams of violent motions at the palais royal or from time to time start awake and look out palpitating in its nightcap at the clash of discordant mutually unintelligible patrols on the gleam of distant barriers going up all too ruddy towards the vault of night End of section thirty.